If you've been told to pull up your socks, then make sure it's a pair of TNT socks. The TNT shop is now open at tntradio.live. For lovers of truth, liberty, free speech, and the pursuit of justice, Abby Roberts. Now, another exciting episode on today's News Talk, TNT. Hello, I'm Abby Roberts, and this is the Abby Roberts Show on today's News Talk TNT. Very exciting, everyone. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, very weird day, isn't it? Middle of the week. Not really this, not really that. But we've got a jam-packed show for you. Yes, we have, with two fabulous guests, Craig Campbell, the Canadian comedian, and also our very own Johnny Woodrow. They're very hunky men. I'm delighted to have them on the show. So, how is everybody? Hope you're all well. You can talk to me, guys. You can go into the live chat, uh, which is already aflame with comments. Good morning, Abby. GM Abby. I'm, I'm assuming that's uh, good morning, Abby. Uh, that's uh, morning, Abby, from Commie, California. Hello, Commie, California. Lone Pilgrim. And honest to God, what they're doing to America is terrible. TNT is great. Uh, and their ads are too. Good morning, Abby. Right, turn the radio off in the car if you've got your kids in it. Guys, come on, I'm trying to clean it up. It's very difficult, you know, when you've got a tyrannical uh, new world order being implemented to keep your language clean. <laughs> I mean, come on. I defy anybody not to use the C word on a regular basis when you're talking about uh, evil um, bastards <laughs> ruling the world. But I will be using from now on the word feck and frig. And just, um, and I think that's just about, I think that's just about okay um, between eight and nine in the morning UK time. So, God bless you, everybody. You can uh, go into live chat and talk to me. You can also. Uh, which go on the website that's uh tntradio.live you can also email me abby roberts at tntradio.live get the app on your phone really easy then you can watch the show as you're going along uh and you can go old school guys you know what's coming next don't you you can get on the old dog and bone that's cockney rhyming slang for phone and you can call me and tell me your thoughts and these other numbers to call thanks for listening to us now we want to listen to you our lines are open from the u.s and canada call 1-888-201-6425 from the uk call 033-0024-1026 and from australia and new zealand call 1-800-670-310 free speech is alive and well on today's news talk tnt radio Hello, guys. Well, you know something? I came across two clips. I said clips, you filthy buggers, uh, the other day, um, and I would like to play you a couple of them. Uh, the first one is just to basically remind us of the utter craziness that happened in 2020 with what I call the shit show, when apparently there was a uh, bubonic plague sweeping the nation, but uh, medics and firemen had time to do this. Roll the first clip, baby. Oh, yeah, me. I call on a so I mean, 
that uh in they should have been going this is insane this is absolute this is the kind of thing crazy people do is the kind of thing tyrannical uh uh ideologies do to lull people into the sense that you know oh covid covid oh we've got to worship at the at the shrine of the covid and do dances quite literally isn't it like sort of some weird um thing you know when the with the when you want to placate the gods in an ancient ritual and you start going oh <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the medics they were apparently meant to be ICUs full of people who were dying right dying and then those bastards had the time just to rehearse dances unbelievable uh, let's uh, roll the second clip which is a bit more light-hearted and I've got a little question for you uh, after we play it You caught me singing along. <laughs> Hush my mouth, it's Wednesdays. It's Abby singing along Wednesdays. Now that is a uh, farmer's rebellion across Europe. So all the countries of Europe, and uh, we are joining in as well, the UK, uh, so Wales, uh, Ireland, Scotland, we're all joining in uh, because the bastards uh, who are creating the new world order don't want us to have farms and food and fruit and healthy things. They just want to take it all away and feed us with lab-grown meat and, uh, I don't know, some insects or whatever. And it's like people say to me, they go, no, really? I'm like... Yeah, it's really, really happening, guys. I mean, that's why when farmers, right, uh, take the time to rebel, you know something's wrong, right? Because most farmers I know are like, well, you just have like, I got my farm, I got my sheep, I got my cows, and I just go, I go to bed at like six, I get up at like five in the morning, and I, you know, nothing, nothing really bothers me. When they're on the streets, then it's time to wake up, you know, because no farmers, no food, and your question. So when you call me a little bit later on in your show or whenever you want to call me, the question is, what two musicians was that a mashup of in the soundtrack? I want to hear the two bands and, if you want to, the names of the songs. That'll be fantastic. OK, so that's your uh, that's your question. So let's have a little look. Um, let's have a quick look at uh, propaganda Propaganda corner, guys. The papers don't say that this show isn't bloody full of fascinating information. So the front page, um, we have got Harry spends just 45 minutes with Charles. Um, Duke 
and William have no plans to meet at all. So Harry is not going to meet William, uh, and that is King Charles having been um, diagnosed uh, with cancer, we think. Uh, it's really interesting, though, because, you know, lots of people around the world, I mean, I know people personally who have cancer, and uh, I know that when they shot the hospitals and stopped people going in for diagnosis in 2020, cancers went through the roof, through the bloody roof, and King Charles was going there going, oh, well, you know, it's all, it's terrible. Yes, it must be, uh, we must do, we must follow this. Uh, and then he also pushed the jabs. So, you know, interesting times, interesting times. Yeah, that's full of it, full of the Daily Mail. And I just think to myself, this is an insult to people that were turned away um, from hospitals. Literally, I've met people who were kept out in the cold or, you know, wear a mask. Yeah, you can't visit your, your dying relative who's got cancer that's exploded because we didn't let them in uh, to the uh, to the hospital. Absolutely outrageous. Uh, what else? We've got time for one, um, one more. Uh, Lineker, Gary Lineker, uh, who is an absolutely egregious wanker on the BBC. Lineker, I helped create BBC's social media rules. Oh, you do surprise me, Gary. What you mean, the social media rules were the, the, where you're basically following the narrative that the BBC pushes out. Gary Lineker has claimed he helped create the BBC's new social media guidelines, giving him more freedom to share his political opinions. The political opinions that are mm, coincidentally in alignment with what the New World Order is pushing. Shove, 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 shove. Don't think critically. Oh, no. Heaven forfend that you're going to think critically. Good grief. So we are... Very excited because uh, coming up next, my guest is Craig Campbell. It's the stuff. It's that division people are talking about. And that cluelessness that they want to push. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. And please welcome my first guest, Craig Campbell. Craig, I'm so happy to have you on the show, brother. Hi, <laughs> awesome to be here. I'm excited as well. Not yes. just because it's the morning. Not just because of the morning, and as you can tell, I've had nine million coffees because I gave up all the hard drugs uh, quite a while ago. I think I'm allowed to say that this time in the morning. Uh, Craig, tell people, you're such a yeah. wonderful comedian. Tell people yeah. uh, where you started, where you're from, your journey. Fill us in. I'm, I'm old. I started in, uh, in October 1989. I'm from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I've uh, lived all over the place, moved to the UK in 97, moved to Europe in 95, lived in Los Angeles for a couple of years at the beginning of the 90s through the uh, through the earthquakes and the riots. And uh, and now I'm here. I'm in uh, I'm in the UK. You can't get rid of me. I made English people with my penis. So I'm uh, I'm committed. <laughs> You made English people with your penis. That is the technical biological term for a male appendage. And of course, that's what men have, isn't it? Not women. Women don't have, uh, don't have penises. <laughs> it's very true. I know it's, I know it's a radical it's thing to say, isn't it? There. It's a yeah. little bit like, oh, Abby, are, are we going too far with that? No, we're not. Uh, so, Craig, um, so you, uh, you're Canadian uh, by, by birth. Yeah, I am. I remain. Yes. I remain Canadian. You, yes, yeah. You, you remain yeah. Canadian. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. what do you? By birth what, as what, well. By birth as well. And what are your um, yeah. views on uh, what's happening with Canada at the moment? 
what they've done to the people. That's just uh, well, I I always refer to you know I've I've always been sort of uh, you know a black sheep, so I'm sure you can relate in that way, and many of your listeners, I'm assuming. So um, mm-hmm. I always from like long before this, and so you know I I moved away in like you know first in '92 and then permanently in '95. So. Like, uh, you know, I, I have always referred to it as fascism with a smile. It has always been that way. You know, it's it's yeah. always, may I look in your bag, please, for the public good? You know, and but always, you know, overly selective about who they're targeting. And uh, now it's just gone sort of uh, full socialist fascist, actually. Mm-hmm. So it's just like... Yeah. You know, somewhat. Uh, it's now a target-rich environment for every do-gooder that ever got into a polyester suit, and uh, sorry, uniform as well. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah. so we've you know we've seen it coming for for years. It's um you know it's one of those countries where after a while you think you know I'd actually rather be a biker than what's going on here. And yeah. and a lot of it was the uh, a lot of it was being brought into the fold of the coalition of the willing in the first Gulf War. That's when I really really began. That was ninety one, and that's mm-hmm. when Canada gave up its international freedom and sovereignty for its citizens by uh, sending six. Because at that time, I think we only had six functioning, whatever they were, CF eighteens at the time, mm-hmm. and just to see like. Like now, just, you know, that's Canada's way. I think we started with the fourth largest Navy after World War II. And now we just, you know, literally give piecemeal to whatever American abomination war crime, you know, series they're up to without Mm -hmm. question. As though we're some, you know, we started off, we we sold it to the public as blue helmets as we were like the, you know, we went to uh, trouble spots around the world and we handed out, uh, um, you know, medicines and and food. And that just became, oh, no, actually, we're um, we're our role. We're uh, we're warmongering criminals as well. And we're going to get in on every boot uh, screwing that we can get involved in internationally and um, and and screw the public for it. And the worst thing is, as you see here in the UK as well that they've sold it on the back of Remembrance Day and selling that to the public that whole you know the the actual the, the pride and the actual uh, uh, honor of our of our bravest generation who themselves as we all know now or anybody who's delved even a little bit deeper over the last few years realize we're also duped horribly and terribly into you know many giving their lives but but the idea that that just continues to be the uh, the cynicism that keeps on giving where these people who are going to contribute to um you know uh, to genocide around the world are are at the same time marching around as though that has something to do with what our great grandfathers did in Dieppe or uh, sorry not Dieppe in uh, you know in the uh, in the the western front Yes, you know, yeah, and and indeed. it looks like, and it looks look it, it, to 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 reference Dieppe to go into World War Two. It looks like the Brits are sort of uh, trying to align themselves exactly as they did in Dunkirk to just you know look as helpless and pathetic as they possibly can to take the largest drubbing outside of maybe the Suez and Dunkirk itself. To then ramp up, you know, that, and and when you see, and you've seen it yourself, we've all seen it on social media, all the, all the people, oh, they're never going to conscript me, I'll tell you that for free. It's like, take a look at Ukraine, you see what the tactics they're using. It's mm-hmm. not a choice. And all these 
people that you think, you know, everyone out there that's got blue blue shirt fever and thinks that there's only a couple of bad apples in the police force, well, the vast majority of them worked through the most fascist period in the country's history without question, arresting mm -hmm. old ladies on park and clearing people off of beaches and out of parks. If you think those same people won't stop the bus that you're allowed to be on because you won't be allowed to be in a car and put you in a cage until you're deciding that you actually do want to go fight the Russians, you're out of your mind. Yeah. The bravery of these people that have no idea. You know, I, I see people quote, you watch a guy rant and rave for 10 minutes. You talk about Canada, you mentioned. A guy, you know, I watched yesterday ranting and raving about how Canadians are treated. And, you know, it, it's almost like it's totalitarian. It's like, no, get, get your head around it. It was totalitarian three years ago. It's like a Indeed. long past it. I've got friends, my closest friends defected to Mexico with their pets, got out before they weren't allowed to go from international ports in Canada anymore without the old, uh, you know, the old uh, squirt squirt. The jab. Like, on, oh, that, that, that's on that note, on that note, on that note like, Craig, oh, my, my darling, on that note, Craig, we're going to have a quick break. We're, we're going to come back to you and we're going to talk more about this. So we're going to go for a short break. I'll be back with Craig Campbell. Don't go anywhere or I'll make you watch the BBC. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. TNT. Sonia Porton. You feel the need to describe yourself along with being a useless eater, free speech isn't a phobia, as a male with a penis. Why would you feel the need to describe yourself as such? Well, you never know these days, do you? Anyone can have a penis, apparently, so just thought you better make sure everybody knows. And that, and that is the reality, isn't it? Words have lost all meaning. And one of the things that I wanted you to come on and come and join me about and comment about is the whole issue of gender and transgenderism. Are you cis, Jack? No, there's no such thing. There was, there was literally no such thing till a couple of years ago. And it's, it's their religion, it's not mine. And I refuse to get involved with this sort of terminology. It's ridiculous. Sonia Poulton on today's News Talk TNT. Radio works because of its ability to personalize to the listener. What's exciting these days is that people are rediscovering it. You know, people are really rediscovering just how powerful radio is, how ubiquitous it is. It's in our cars, it's in our homes. There are so many new ways to access it. It's everywhere. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. Stay with Abby Roberts when you have something to say. Today's News Talk, TNT. Welcome back, and I'm talking to the fabulous Craig Campbell with look at those luscious locks, the locks of a Canadian comic who has been rip-roaring the comedy scene for many a year, and I've, did, I've, I've gigged with you, um, I've seen you absolutely destroy rooms. And talking of destroying rooms, let's talk about people shilling for Ukraine and uh, trying to ramp up war with Russia. Let's talk. Let's yeah. talk about that. What is going on there? With like, oh, don't talk to Putin. He's a bad man. But Biden, he's great. Yeah. What are your thoughts? It's just, uh, I'm I'm a member of Cora, as you may be as well. I sometimes contribute to Cora, mainly in my fasting protocols and whatnot. But there are just little segments like that of you know the uh, the the. Um, uh, you know, social media spectrum, where it's just like. It, it, it's it's 
rah, 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 America. There's no sense of, uh, of potential defeat. There's no sense of their, uh, of their most recent, you know, exploits and, and disasters. There's no, you know, they'll never address. And the big, you know, the big one in the room is the, is the hypersonics. And every once in a while you see the hypersonic missiles, you know, impact in Ukraine and just that idea, like, you know, it's quoted and the Rand corporation, if anybody doesn't know and wants to look it up, that does the war game exercise exercises internationally every year like we haven't won the west hasn't won for like six straight years minimum and uh you know we we put on these ridiculous shows like they're talking about getting together ninety thousand troops to annoy everybody and you know the border of finland with you know and sweden and and uh, norway with mm. russia but like you know when the russians literally put together a, a weekend party with uh, the last one they did with the chinese i think there were four hundred and fifty thousand troops there you know integrating their systems on the chinese border mm. with russia and people just live in like you know to use a british phrase cloud cuckoo land as far as like mm -hmm. our uh, abilities go you've got the queen elizabeth now with a uh with, you know with a with a, a rotor uh issue you know a, a, a some some sort of shaft problem haha <laughs> you know and i wouldn't <laughs> yeah. from what i yeah and what i know <laughs> of brits so, and it's been mentioned. It's not even my idea, but it wouldn't doubt it uh, for me if if it was a sabotage game. Like literally, like you know, I do think I do think that British troops do have more going on in some ways. You know, uh, at least used to in uh, than than your average uh, pongo, as we'd call them in Canada, or grunt, as you might say in the Yank uh, mm -hmm. vernacular. But but like it just wouldn't surprise me in slightest if they weren't uh, cutting their own Achilles heel just to save their own lives. Because the recommend, you know, not the recommend but the prediction is and this was when it was like when syria as you recall and anybody with half a memory which i realize now most with the old squirt squirt just don't have memories to begin with you know that yeah. we're acting like what's going on in syria right now is something new it's now all coming out again all of the uh all of the the gas attacks that the wisest among us said that were uh, entirely fabricated events from our side and the, and the proxies of our side are now coming out to be proven to do so. And that, by the way, was Donald Trump's, if anybody needs to know about it, first set of war crimes where he sent in missile attacks to respond to our own false flags. So all of this has been going on for a long time. But if anybody remembers when the port of Tartus uh, Russia's, you know, co-port in uh, in Syria was coming to a head. What was going on, of course? Well, they they predicted at that time, and again, how many years ago is this? Four or five years ago, where they said, like, at, at the very drop of the hat, as soon as they go full global conflagration, if that's what the decision to be made is, and it certainly looks like the tail that's wagging the dog in the Middle East is wanting that end. You know, it mm -hmm. seems like they're moving towards that. And all of our politicians are definitely, you know, pushing to that same end. They all that they talked about, and I would think it's probably even tighter now because of their systems being even more um, amplified in terms of their uh, 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 tweaking in in Ukraine in, in actual battlefield conditions, which is another thing that we don't have any uh, part of. They were talking then that all of our major vessels, whatever it is, eight or nine fleets that the U.S. has, the Brits have like a half a fleet that needs to be shorn up by you know other other powers presumably the americans but again they can't even contribute a, a, an aircraft carrier so we already know that back then abby they were talking about in four minutes we'd be feeding fish 
all of our all of our uh, ships, any of the major ships. And so essentially, if any, you know, any fighter aircraft don't get off an American carrier in four minutes, they're going down with the ship. And if they do get off within four minutes, they've got nowhere to return to to land after they, you know, uh, get up to their nasty business. So yeah. we're, you know, we're in a place where we have we have no mechanical advantage here there's absolutely no like clout that we carry against the russians except for hubris and ego and and yeah. you know and in the case of the brits you know 300 year old uh, memories of, of valor it's just we live in this utter embarrassing place where like you know the the uh the, those who aren't sure which uh, door to go in at the toilet are uh you know now no longer you may have noticed recently being in Inquired of by American uh, browbeating um, uh, 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 conscription advertising. Mm -hmm. Now, who yeah. are they back to, Bobby? Who are they back back to us? Huh? they're 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 back yeah. to uh, to myself, trim and uh, proper yeah. haircut. Back so, to biological. You know, back to bio, Back to biological men. I know. I don't see any of the yeah the rainbow, the rainbow we, people we going. We need you again. Yeah, we'll we'll go to the we'll go to the Russian border in our high heels and uh, Eddie it's Izzard. Incredible. Let's send let's send Eddie Izzard to the front. Yeah. And by the way, front it's... front is rhyming slang for what Eddie Izzard is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just absurd, you know. And it's... it's only when you're in a forum like this where you laugh right at it. You laugh yeah. right at you don't you, you don't. Parse around the edges. You don't feather the uh, the the topic matter. It's just like these people are completely out of their minds, and they're all leading the deluded. And that's you know yep. that's who we're dealing with, and that's who's in charge. But you and I again, you know, and most of your listeners, I'm sure, know this has been going on for like years. And anybody, this is why I say, like, you know, there's so little sympathy I have. I can't have any empathy because, like, we watched them lie boldly in 2001. Anybody that didn't think that something nefarious was up, but after mm. you know September 2001, if you for a moment thought that any of these jackals and you know the few chameleons among them who everyone once in a while put up the front of some sort of opposition and we don't have to name exactly who they are but you know exactly who they are because they're the only opposition that's there and they generally talk to an empty house whether they're in Canada or the states or whatever you know these these uh these show people I'm gonna put Rand Paul in there I'm I'm gonna you know put the uh I'm gonna put the the King of Leicester in there you know it's just like um we have these uh these fictional shows that go on and they've been bold with it. And as we know, you know, the more that they lie openly and boldly and the more that people believe them, the less sympathy and empathy you can have for them. Who would give those people their bloodstreams? How insane yeah. are you? What, you know, what you, you, the level of having your head up your arse that you would have to have to trust these people is unbelievable. And maybe as well, you mentioned earlier, you know, Abby, I'm from Canada. Maybe it's because I'm external to it. You know, that said, like, I also saw the charlatans in Canada, so I could maybe be forgiven on that part. But I like to give people the benefit of the doubt that, yeah, like when I when I see a Matt Hancock as a Canadian, you know, I'm external to it. When I when I see a Boris Johnson, when I see a Valance, when I see a Van Tam, there's not a tiny bit when i see a witty there's no trustworthiness in these people at all for me they just like they just come across as exactly what they are otters otter shills stoolies you know uh, uh charlatans yep. 
And we've, uh, we've, only, we've only got a few. We've only got a few seconds. We've only got a few seconds left, my darling, um, for your section. We, but we haven't even got to comedy. But you're, but you're going to come back, right? Because I want you to come back, and we'll talk the whole. I'd love cowardly... to. Of course, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. You're, Craig will be coming back, to. man. This is this is this is free speech. In fact, you, you don't even have to say the squirty oh, squirty. We, we'll say clot shots. Aye. We'll say uh, we'll say uh, biological yeah. uh, weapons. Um, my darling, it's been so great to talk to you, Craig Campbell. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much and for my next, me. bless yeah. you, my love. And my next guest is Johnny Woodrow. Right after the headlines, the news right here. TNT Radio Matt News. Boyland here with a look at your TNT headlines. Despite the White House's best efforts to stop him, Tucker Carlson has secured an interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin. India's Prime Minister has pledged to make his country's economy the third largest on earth. Argentina is relocating its embassy in Israel to West Jerusalem. And Donald Trump has vowed to appeal a federal court ruling, denying him presidential immunity in a lawsuit accusing him of trying to overturn the 2020 election. On air and on the app. I listen on the app. Stay up to date around the clock. I listen, therefore I know. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Well, hello, hello, howdy doody. And with me is the fabulous Johnny Woodrow. Welcome, Johnny. Good morning. Good morning, Abby. How are you doing? You're right. I'm doing very, very well. And can I just say, it's a very, very romantic setting you've got in the background. Can you, can you describe what's, uh, what, what, what's what in the- there? Is, is it... Is that books in the background or plates? This, I can't quite... this is my study, and I mm. my study is made up of four different book nooks. So around <laughs> wherever you wherever you sit, you'll find a light and uh, and so an array of books and a comfy oh. chair. And so it's my book yeah. nook study. That's what you can see. Oh. Yes, it is cute. Great. I love yeah. it. Good. It's very well, good. Come and hang and out you... one day. It's lovely. I, I, I would. I'd love to come and hang out, uh, my love. Uh, now, how how are you feeling? Because last time I spoke to you, at last I think it was last week. Um, you were suffering a little bit from um, asthma. You so you had your um, what's it? I'm <laughs> doing that for heaven's sake, yeah. Abs. Don't what, do what, that. What, 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 on you'll be no. having many complaints again. Oh, one you've still got it. One oh, of those. Got it. Has oh, it... Yeah. Well, so so I'm on more steroids this week. They upped my more. dose. So, yeah, Bloody more. Hell. So who knows what's going to happen today? Let's see. You know. Uh, yeah, I'm. You know, right. you just you just muddle through. I'm sure there's yeah. TNT listeners who've got some um, uh, natural remedies for asthma. You know what I mean? Because you yes. uh, you do just worry about um, uh, plugging into big pharma on everything because they they've got yes. they either want to chop something off, radiate you, or poison you. So if there's another, if there's a herbal remedy that anyone could yeah. suggest, I would Is love there anyone, to hear. So any 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 people listening and viewers, would you please, uh, well maybe in the live chat or even I tell you what on the old dog and bone. Uh, when you when you, you know when when I announce the numbers uh, in, in the next break or after the next break, um, you can call in and suggest to Johnny what he can take to alleviate. Um, is that the right word? Yes, it is the right word, Abby. Well yeah, done. I think uh, so. Uh, your your asthma. Now, Johnny. <laughs> um, since since we since we last spoke, I was slightly uh, slightly regret uh, talking about Hegel. And we were gonna, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought I thought hang on a minute, Abs. How much do you actually know about Hegel? Well, but let's, yeah, you've been. Let's, yeah. Go on. Let's well, get you, into you've the... been tr- <laughs> Go on, you go. Your turn. No, no, you go. No, you go. I love this. It is like I am in your front room, and you'll only yeah, get this on the Abbey on the Abbey Robert show on you, TNT. Absolutely. This kind of this kind of banter and uh, with somebody in a book nook. Um, when, book nook. Uh, we we messaged each other. The, you messaged me the other day and talking yeah. about the the black and whiteness of Hegel taking sort of like 
opposing views and then just sticking to them and then creating out of it a new something new sort of something new so tell me about that yeah well i have over the last three weeks you have trailered a hegel discussion it, it's obviously an itch you've had and the, it's probably one of the itches you need a coat not, hanger to get at let's not talk about the itches let's not talk about the, the itches itch. i've had in the past <laughs> I'm sure people have got herbal remedies for a Hegel itch that they can suggest as well. Um, Hegel itch. Yeah. So let, let's scratch the Hegel bagel just and then yes. and then it's done. Right. So let and, me and, reach for the, yeah. the mental Oh, it may not hanger. be. I mean, we can, you know, so we, we can always. Yeah, we'll see. We can. Carry on. Well, look, look, yeah. look, look. I, I, as far as I know, Hegel uh, reported that people reporting what he said didn't get what he said. And when he read their notes, he didn't understand what he was saying either. So we're in good company, probably with Hegel. Um, but. But Hegel's popular idea that people who haven't read him uh, sort of have floating around. It's the kind of the cereal box packet kind of uh, version of Hegel is is that um, if you want to know what's real in the world, basically what's what's real in the world are mental categories. And the, the, the world is organized around mental categories. So if I say to you, cat, what do you think immediately? Cat, do you say? Yeah, cat. So I say cat, cat, you say... I say pussy. Okay. You're... You, no, you might to say dog. So you. this also shows you that Hegel's wrong. <laughs> okay, I go black, you exactly. go... I go black, you um, go... Denzel Washington. You see, this is the thing. When you ask a stand-up comedian, they don't go to the normal categories. But normally, normal people yeah. with, 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 a, with a tidier mind might go black, Are you white. saying I'm not normal? Go, I'm yeah. saying you've got a very creative mind. They might okay. go black, white, or they'll go cat, dog. So we tend to think in in, in cat in in, in organised pairs, right? Right. And there's a sense right. in which, in our heads, they they're taken as opposites. But actually, the reality is, black's not the opposite of white in in the real world, and cats are not the opposite of dog. If you if Fido comes up to you, you don't go, oh, they're there, my lovely little furry friend, my not cat. Right. It's a dog. Mm. A dog is a dog is a dog. We can pick yeah. up our minds, pick up the reality of a thing, which is a dog's a dog, a dog. Yes. But Hegel and the Hegelian idea is that um, a dog is by definition not cat. Black is by definition not white. So if the world right. actually reality is organized into these pairs that are opposites, um, mm. then uh, then everything's kind of bound together in that kind of strange connection. Now, so now when people think about the, the, this is what happens at the popular level with the with the race baiting stuff. Right. So you think black, therefore not white. And, you know, you've got this kind of um, idea that whiteness is now a political kind of thing, which is anti blackness. And it, this is this is um, this is this, this Marx did this with um, the factory owners and the mm -hmm. um, and the work, the workers that, that by definition, because as factory owners that defines the category of worker unhelpfully and there's an oppressor oppressed dynamic the fact yes. is the world doesn't work actually in those in those paired concepts at, at all um the the, the uh, uh, what then happens is if you if you buy into the idea of these paired concepts you, you know you've talked about you have the the thesis and the antithesis mm. right so mm. black it perhaps is a thesis just means a proposition Antithesis means against or in place of. So black and white become thesis and antithesis, antithesis. And and Hegel thought <laughs> that you'd have all these tensions of the world, and then they would blend and create a synthesis, so something new. Mm -hmm. So here, here's the thing to watch: 
the thing to watch is all of this stuff that goes that goes around trying to identify identities, you know, the diversity stuff, you're black, you're white, you're gay, you're straight, all this sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and sort of celebrate diversity. That's not the end game. The end game is to pit them against each other so that those categories disappear and are replaced by something entirely new that mm-hmm. we've not seen before. We've and got a that's... couple of seconds. Got a couple okay, of seconds. Well, right. and we and, go and we're, we're going to go to a we're going to go to a break, and I'll be back with my friend Johnny Woodrow. So don't go anywhere, or I will tell Ursula von der Leyen where you live. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. With his expert analysis and opinion, this is TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. Oh no! Could the squad soon be a thing of the past? Well. Based on the hot water that Democrat representatives Cori Bush from Missouri and Ilhan Omar, her brother's wife from Minnesota, are in, all signs point to yes, outcome likely. What am I talking about? Well, according to Representative Byron Donalds of Florida, Cori Bush has diverted campaign funds into some questionable security expenses. In Omar, was filmed in Somalia saying she's Somalian first and Muslim second. Didn't seem to be a mention of the United States or her oath of office to the Constitution in there. The sooner we're well shot of these people, the better. They're clearly here based on intersectionality, not intellect. And nothing will become them so much as they're leaving. From MAGAinstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea for today's News Talk TNT. The thing that drives me every day as a dad is him. Every day he's hungry for something. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that he's a good person. I think the advice I would give is you don't need to know all the answers. It's okay to make mistakes. As long as it's coming from love, then it kind of starts to work itself out. For lovers of truth, liberty, free speech, and the pursuit of justice. Who can change the course of mighty rivers. Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. We can change the course of mighty rivers. And helping me change that course, I am with Johnny Woodrow, my wonderful guest in his book nook, talking about Hegel and the polar opposites. And I completely ruined it by, by saying the opposite of cat was pussy. I do, I do apologise. I'm basically Dick Emery. I'm, Di- I'm Dick Emery in, uh, in, in, feminine, in feminine form. Um, Johnny, so let's talk. Um, yeah, car- let's carry on about the, uh, tran- the diversity trans man, ver- well, man versus versus woman is a very good example isn't it of the of the hegel principle yeah yeah and and so and so so people don't know this comes from hegel at a popular level but and Mm. uh, but to do that man is is that there's man woman is somehow defined kind of opposite but what happens is you pitch these against each other and you create something new that that's the idea so the transhumanist Mm. thing is kind of the practical hegelian project where you you go around identifying all the different groups you pit them against each other with the hope that you would catalyze some kind of um some kind of revolution in 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 being human and you know marx Marx went along with some version of this 
and thought mm. that the socialist society would be the end result of the clash of workers and the uh, pr- uh, the um, the factory owners. And he, and he also yeah. did that. Well, you'll, you won't be able to test my idea because nobody's seen the society yet that, that will come about. Mm. And the transhumanist thing and the transgender thing is 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 that, isn't it? That kind of idea that was somehow, well, who's a Yuval Noah Harari, your, your kind of Poundland Thanos. Um, who's got this idea <laughs> yeah. that we're all going to be um, part robots in the future? I mean, I, I've I've got his book. I thought you think you got to read the enemy and find out what they're saying, and it's loved by Chris Evans. You know Ooh, that philosopher, the big, the and, big uh, breakfast. How dare the big he? Breakfast guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, Barack Obama. But it, it's 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 and really Russell and Russell Russell Brand Russell Brand. Oh. I think was quite a fan. Evil Harari, yeah, crazy, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and these, and I think, it, and you're right. These ideas are exactly that: is that people go, these are great ideas, and then, and then there's always that thing of, but they haven't been put into practice yet. But it'll be really good when they are, and then of course, yeah. you, and then you just descend into chaos. Well, and and oh, that's that. that's the revolutionary's call, isn't it? It's very easy to get people on the barricades and say, "Come to the future, which I can see and you don't know about." But trust me, it's all going to mm. work out well. Um, that you can get mm. people on the barricades. I think, as Roger Scruton said, it's very hard to get people on the barricades going, "Hesitate, slow down a bit, let's have a think about this." Yeah. It's not quite. Yeah. It's not got the revolutionary Indeed. chart, has it? You know. And Scruton, Scruton. I wonder what he'd think about his uh, his uh, his friend Douglas Murray, who has been absolutely absent in uh, uh, in 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 the fight in the moral crusade well particularly in the last four years with the covid with the shit show nonsense um yeah, yes and, interesting. And, he's, and he's supposed to be a guy who's who's steeped in the history of ideas but selectively yeah. applies them and that that that's that's just that's tragic i mean there's no doubt he's got a brilliant brain uh it, mm. he's just He's just got a very narrow wheelhouse, apparently. So I understand. He's <laughs> got very. He's got a very. It's very strange, though, isn't it? How Oxbridge. I mean, you know, I uh, I don't want to offend anyone who's been to those one of those two universities, Oxford or Cambridge. But it is interesting to me, Johnny. I don't know what your thoughts are. Um, well, I, I, I'll hear in a minute what your thoughts are because you're on my show. But um, <laughs> she says, stating the obvious, um, that it's very interesting. These Ox, these Oxbridge types, the Toby Youngs. Um, the the Douglas Murray's etc. Do have narrow wheel- wheelhouses? Isn't isn't the whole point that you expand your mind into uh, into areas that maybe you do f- feel uncomfortable about? But but the whole point is that that's your intellectual gift. I I well I think so I think so. But increasingly, universities aren't a training in thought, are they? They're a briefing in what to think, and that and mm. um, and. and I, I, or 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 a networking opportunity, aren't they? There, there. You go, and particularly, it strikes me that Ox, the Oxbridge situation is you go and you go and meet mates. I mean, so my the, the co-pastor of our church, um, he's uh, he 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 went to Cambridge and he did classics, and he's a very clever lad, and he and and he has expanded his mind as he's gone. But every time a new pop band shows up or something like that, he went, oh yeah, they were in the year above, uh, or um, you, you know, a journalist pops up, oh, or an actor in Hollywood, oh yeah, he was on my classics course or something like that. It's if you get in, it's a networking opportunity, it seems to me. Mm. And then yeah. you get yourself into kind of positions of um, uh, of dependency, uh, and so you you find your little wheelhouse where people are happy to pay you to say the things they want you to say. Strikes me that's you the do. Thing. 
It is. It's absolutely. I mean, um, and uh, and it is a, a network for life. So you know, you go to these yeah. places, and then you go like, exactly as you said. Oh, I mean, like look at Kate Bingham, who's the you know the one of the vaccine um, czars mm. or whatever. Kate Bingham. Um, she's uh, she you know Oxbridge, uh, of course. Um, and these people do plant themselves. In, in positions of sort of, you know, they, the sinecures, don't they? They just literally, it's like a lot of the BBC, all that, they, you know, they just stay there because they've been to, and, and of course, our politicians, you know, the, the, yeah. uh, in, in both sides. And I, and I, I, I think, I think, so the, the, the popular Hegel idea just has mm. a kind of, um, uh, it, it lodges, it, it, it has some traction uh, as a simple way of seeing the world, which seems to have explanatory power, like, oh, just opposites. Then you can trade in those, sound quite clever, you know what I mean? You can yeah. set up charities, you can set up um, lobbyist groups to talk about the oppressed, throw a bit of money at it, you know, that sort of thing, um, and and just still operate within your lobbying, um, uh, moving around the hats a little bit uh, in and out of um, MP roles. You know, the, the, there is just a gang. You feel like you're sort of looking in on the six-form common room, don't you, of a bunch of people who sort of move around with, with, with these half-baked ideas, never actually really testing them through um but yes. they, they they keep them in the intellectual role or the public yes. intellectual role Indeed, indeed, and uh, and and it is uh, absolutely as you say. Um, the I mean, I, I think uh, so in some ways, I think I do think intellectualism. Uh, I'm not saying don't read books, by the way. I know James Dellingpool is always telling me off for you know saying to me, "You've got to read more books." And I say to him, "Yes, but if the people that we're looking at for moral guidance, I mean, it depends, doesn't it? What what books those are for a start? Read also, old stuff." Read old stuff. And also, um, that hasn't come in very handy, has it? If we're talking about our intellectual, our leaders, our thought, you know, you know uh, the likes of yeah. Douglas Murray, in regards to the morality of the last four years. That's what I would no, that's, no, that's what yeah. would be my argument. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I think there's a whole other discussion about what's happened with intellectual thought post the Enlightenment and all the rest of it. But, you know, this yeah. isn't in our time with Melvin Bragg on Radio 4, is it? Um, <laughs> it was, oh, I've got to tell you a story. You do the uh, impressions. Melvin Bragg, I'd tell you, well, actually, one of our dogs, when I was growing up, Melvin Bragg was a friend of my uh, my, my stepfather's, and one of our dogs, Jockey, um, humped his leg in our living room. Really? And Not <laughs> while he was broadcasting. I always wonder what was going on, because he's quite quick, isn't he? He goes, hello, and then introduces the thing, and you don't know what's going hello. on. And it's kind of Melvin Bragg is, is a sort of northerner as he talks through, through, through his... Oh, yeah, I wanted yeah. to Bromley then. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll, work, I'll work on that for the next time. You Johnny, work on you. Could, yeah, yeah. You, you, are coming, you are coming back, aren't you? Yeah, yes. whenever you want me, I'll come back and we'll have our fun chats. Beautiful, my love. Thank you so much, Johnny Woodrow, everybody. And uh, you can contact me on the live chatio, and you can also give me a bell on the old dog and bone. Here are the numbers to call, baby. Thanks for listening to us. Now we want to listen to you. Our lines are open from the U.S. and Canada. Call 1-888-201-6425. From the U.K., call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. And we have, guess who on the phone? We have the wonderful Siv. Siv, Hello my there. darling, are you? 
Say, if I should be doing do 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 do, and all because the lady loves milk sieve. Yes, I haven't just left you the licorice all sorts and the chocolates. I've also left you some flapjack biscuits, so you can enjoy those over the next few days. Uh, some what fat cat biscuits? The, the flapjacks. I think that's what they are called. The what? Oh, yeah, flapjacks. Jam and I, yeah, I think it's jam, cream, and something else in there. I forget. I, I did get oh, some lovely. last year or the year before or something from the what we have here in Australia called the British section. Probably has marmalade in it. I don't know. But I, I did have, uh, I did, I did go and, and go and try that and. Uh, I tell you what, um, eating one of the I could I could put on like fifteen kilos just having one of those biscuits. It was that sweet. I loved it, but I could only wow. do one at a time over a couple of days. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So yes, it was it, it was a fun experience. Well, I just wanted to address that thing you were talking about a bit earlier um, mm -hmm. with regard to Prince Charles and the cancer and the comment you mm -hmm. made about how we pretty much closed. In fact, we did not pretty much. We did. We closed down the world to deal with one disease when there was no need to no need to do that. I mean, we never did that in the past. And the thing that raises questions, or the thing that uh, raised a, a question for me, at least at the beginning, was when they said this, told us what the symptoms of this disease. I said, "Well, it's pretty similar to a cold or a flu." And I'm and I'm thinking, well, so hang on, why are we shutting down the world? to deal with the cold or a flu. There are people who turn up to offices coughing up a lung and sneezing their little nostrils out, and we're shutting down the world to deal with mm -hmm. something as similar to that? What's that all about? Indeed, and it's almost as if there was a plan from the very beginning to uh, use, this is my theory and many other people's theories, to use uh, the coronavirus uh, to harness other things that we're seeing so uh the the, the whole the land grab by the new world order you know the cb cbdbc's whatever they're called yeah. uh well i mean yeah all, all those things exactly yeah was used yeah. well i mean you can't, people you can't blame people for thinking that when hmm. you have COVID inquiries like you have in the uk where you don't get direct answers to questions and you know, you have discussions about a COVID inquiry in Australia where they want to run a protection racket for certain premiers in Victoria and Queensland who made decisions and said mm. stupid things. We had a Queensland premier who, sa who said to us, uh, those of us who wanted to go and visit relatives over there, Queensland hospitals for Queenslanders, oh, really? And the rest of us taxpayers subsidise you guys as well as all the other states? Come on, you guys. I mean, who are you kidding here? So, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. it's right to question this stuff. You know, you're not a conspiracy theorist, theorist for at least questioning it. Questioning it. Oh, my teeth are gone yes. again. Easy, easy, go for, easy for you to say. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> it's those, it's those biscuits again. But, uh, but uh, you know, I, I, I just, I just think it's, it's right for us to question these things, and people are filling in the gaps because they are not getting the answers. That's why you get quote unquote conspiracy theories because no one is being transparent. And that's one of the reasons I support outfits like this, because we call for things like transparency. Now, I'm going to disappear down the drain pipe and I'll come back and talk to you again tomorrow. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Oh, slightly differentive. Uh, um, usually you say, good to talk to you, Abby. That threw me. He's disappearing down the drain pipe. Have you gone, Siv? I think Siv, 
I think Siv has disappeared literally down the. Oh, that really threw me. You know when someone has a bit of a there's a uh, there's a consistency in like the the way they go out of a phone call that he went. I'll be disappeared down the down the drainpipe. I mean, has he? Um, I sometimes wonder is Siv is Siv a spy? Um, I hope he is, because that would make it very exciting. Uh, let's have a look at the live chat, which I've been neglecting today, because there's so much going on. Uh, uh, Mailbites says, Borida, Abby, all because Abby loves Siv's milk. Well, blimey, there's some people giggling in the gallery, I can hear on the uh, on the Aussie end. Good gravy, filthy bastards. Um, <laughs> let's have a look. Uh, Borida, Abby, we fat shug. Uh, oh, there's lots of Barida. There's lots of Welsh uh, Welsh people. I think in in um, in the live chat. CBBC is evil. Now that's the children's channel, uh, not CBDC. <laughs> Not uh, the digital currency. Uh, CBB is the children's channel in this country, and it is evil. Yes, and it is peddling lies. Uh, to children and dangerous uh, ideology. COVID was used as a catalyst. That's from Nige. All right, Nige. Lovely to see you, mate. Lovely to see you. It was. It was absolutely. I mean, anyone who's any, any doubt about it, you know, Toby Young, I was talking about earlier, he said it was a cock up rather than a conspiracy. And it's like, if you think the last four years was some sort of error, you know, some sort of clerical error, then you need your frigging heads examined. Good grief. What you mean? Every single country around the world doing exactly the same thing. Well, actually, apart from Africa, who went, you know what? We've seen a lot worse. We're going to crack on. Unbelievable, the naivety. Um, it's all there, guys. It's all there. It's all there for you to see. Uh, let's have a little look at uh, uh, some more live chat. Sorry, because there's loads here. Good grief. Um, the global revolution will come when they tell the truth about the vaccines, create problem, have reaction. Then the solution is new world order. I'm certain this is their plan. That's Jane Black. Hello, Jane. Um, lovely to see you. Uh, Douglas Murray, biggest chill. That's Peter Folder on live chat. Oh, you don't hold back, do you? And rightly so. Um, uh, Ray Khan says, order out of chaos uh, in the live chat. Jane Black again, thesis, antithesis, synthesis. This is Hegel's theory of dialectics, but in layman's terms is create the problem, bring reaction, then they will have the solution. Yes, indeed, indeed. Or it's actually a very good excuse just to have an ideology and say, let's pit, pit those two things against each other, you know, man, woman, and then uh, let's create trans or AI as a sort of, uh, but you're right, as a, as a sort of solution in inverted commas. Uh, oh, it's very, oh, my brain's absolutely fizzing with, the, with ideas. And this is what we should be teaching children is think, critical thinking. What's happening in the world? Look up Hegel. Have a little look and see. Look up Marx, Karl Marx. Have a look at Engels. Marx is, I call him the, the, his business partner, uh, who wrote the, they uh, co-wrote the Communist Manifesto. Did you know, by the way, that Engels didn't never set foot in a factory, not once in his life, and he was writing about the workers. Workers of the world unite. You have nothing to lose but your chains, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All theory, theory, theory. Ideology, ideology. Never, never actually set foot in a, a place where workers worked. Incredible um, hypocrisy. So, oh, there's lots more to there's lots more to talk about with that. Uh, let's have a little. Um, oh, Edward Bernays, interesting. Um, yes, the kind of godfather, really, of sort of advertising. 
and uh, on sort of psycho psychotherapy. Um, Milkman were the first step on the net zero ladder. Oh, interesting. That's in what's this? Um, blimey. Um, when they did, they did away with Milkman to encourage depopulation. That's a wow. My brain really is, it really is fizzing. But do you remember the milkman? I don't know if you had this in, in Australia, um, in the, uh, oh, and we're, uh, we're actually, we're, we're nearly out of time. Uh, but I'm just going to say to you, um, the, oh, the answer, by the way, to the tractors thing, the tractors thing, the two musicians is clocks by Coldplay and firework by Katy Perry, if you got that right. So I will see you tomorrow, Thursday. Have a great day. Uh, love you guys. Love you, love you, love to love you. And be seeing you. <laughs>